Right, right, right. We're okay. <laughs> We're we haven't right. said anything embarrassing. No. <laughs> no, no. We're just start by introducing ourselves, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm Liska. I'm Gabby. And this is... Crazy Norwegian. This is your part. I got it all back <laughs> A podcast about scam and all its... Parallel universes. Parallel universes. <sighs> and today we are traveling to... Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah. So we're finally doing Netherlands season two, which is also, sadly, the, the last season. I definitely got teary-eyed a couple times because I would think like, oh, but this is the last one. I know, it's the end of it. It's so good. <sighs> Which kind of tells you that I really liked this season. Okay. There's definitely things to talk about. All right, I'm excited. Well, I think this may be my favorite Neuralhelm's story. Ooh. Like, in that I thoroughly enjoyed everything about it, and it gave me all the, like, sweet high school will they or won't they feels. Me too. Yes. My, my first note yes, is, yes, yes. I can't help it. They make me grin. Yes! Like, I just enjoy watching them they're, so much. They're just the cutest and even their ex- like his kind of like artsiness I, is pre- hilarious to me. Literally I wrote like pretentious mu- music snobs together. Like yes. that's like I love them so much. Yes. Okay but before we get to that. Okay yeah. Is there anything we want to share? Well this one of the reasons this podcast is gonna be late is because I <laughs> had to drop everything on a dime the Friday we were supposed to record and fly to New York to help my dad with some stuff. I don't think I've ever done that before where I wake up fully expecting it to be a normal day and by 10.30 I had a ticket to New York City that I got off, that I like packed and reached the airport by 2.30 so that I could fly. I kept telling everyone that you had left the country and they were all <laughs> like, she just went to New York and I was like, same difference. <laughs> Cause, cause I mean, only only because we had made plans, so I'd be like, well, we're going to have to go see last Christmas, just the two of us, Shelby, because this guy <laughs> left the country. You were just making it a little bit extra dramatic. Yeah, I, I was just being that. dramatic. <laughs> she might as well. She might as well. I mean, America's a big place, so... Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was pretty intense, and so that happened. Oh, and this is, like, my only non-scam thing. I listen to this podcast all the time called Current Affairs. It's a political podcast. It doesn't really matter. It's very lefty. Whatever. But they sometimes do random episodes, and they did one on Harry Potter (laughs) that I loved, and I'm begging you to listen to it because it's so fascinating to me. They all, just for context, like, all of them except one person grew up with the books and loved them, so they're not negative about it, because okay. lefty people can be negative about it. Yeah, I, I... You, you know. One of them had never read them. So he was kind of an interesting yeah. voice in the room, because he was like, what are you guys talking <laughs> about? <laughs> but they also go into, like, asking questions about certain things, and even, like, critiquing, yeah. uh, along kind of political terms, some things, but not in a hateful way, like, in a very, like, what about this? What about this? And they're like, eh, you can love problematic things. But I just love where they take them to. And they're all kind of like lawyers from Harvard, so they're all very well educated. They basically, they come to this conclusion, they're like, um, yeah, so like, the Ministry of Magic is basically a totalitarian state. Cool. (laughs) Pretty much. And then then they kind of break it down, and I was like, anyway, it's just really fun. I think you'd like it. Anyone else likes Harry Potter? Current Affairs. I think it's called Wizarding Children or something. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. I am intrigued by that. Recommended. Well, the season, I, I know I keep mentioning but the season of You Must Remember This is almost done. Uh, actually, they they published the last episode today, but I haven't listened to it, which is all about Splash Mountain, which I was really excited about because I was like, look, I'm not going to boycott Splash Mountain, but I want you to tell me why I should boycott Splash Mountain. But what I thought was really interesting is, like, I feel like usually you can tell that Karina Longworth, the host, that she's more liberal than not. Sure. Obviously. But in the last episode, she was just, like, blatant about it. Like, she would be like, you know, because the the moment that Song of the Fest was actually the most popular 
was not when it was released, not and not when it was re-released, but in the 70s. So she kind of goes into our reality today, how it's similar to the racial tensions in the 70s. Right. So essentially yeah. she calls like Green Book a movie. She says Green Book and Dirty Harry and Son of the South all are trying to hit the same thing, which is this like, weren't things better when we could control black people? Like she's like talks about the appeal of Dirty Harry. She's like, why do we love yeah. this like man who's like openly racist and and, and completely like ajudicial like exactly. he just follows his own law like that's the whole point of Dirty Harry and yet the way that he's doing it is like for the bad guys she basically compares the appeal of Song of the South to the appeal of Green Book yeah uh, which I, I thought was really interesting and the other I thing that, that she yeah. talks that hit me harder because I love Marsala Ali he gets a lot of criticism the same way that Sidney Poitier got a lot of criticism for, for doing because those are the types of roles that he does but it's like those are the types of roles available to right. him like right, it, right. with green book his defense was like this was my first leading role ever like i'd never had a leading role in a movie i didn't know that until this movie so it came out moonlight, moonlight. is a supporting Oh, he'd never, I see. He'd never have been a lead as... actor. Right, 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 right. So Obviously. it's like, so yeah. I just thought it was a really interesting, like, especially because my mother loves Sidney Poitier. He was her first celebrity crush. But obviously most of the movies that, that he's done, that's kind of the role that he's playing. The nice African-American man. Right, Except, but you don't have to worry about yeah, him. Yeah, accepted, the one accepted into the white space. And, yeah. And a lot, not all, but some of the roles that Mahershala Ali has been given is kind of that, and he faces that criticism. Not to the same extent, but yeah, I remember him, green book him being like you know like yeah i'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. like i'm sorry that i can't be everything you want me to be right 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 uh but you know to me it was a chance that i couldn't say no to yeah yeah Which, i mean uh, it's like an achievement in a career that he has chosen exactly yeah so yeah i might I hope i might be putting words into korean long words but i don't think so like <laughs> i was just like yeah, this is, yeah she was just like i was like okay this is really interesting Okay, so in terms of scam news, I don't think there's much to report. I'm a little worried about Scam Austin because all the actors seem to be posting on their Instagrams being like missing each other. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. For last week it was uh, Kennedy who plays Grace, and then this week it was the actress who plays Shay. And I was just like, guys, why are you being all nostalgic? <laughs> like, what is happening? Wouldn't they be filming now? Well, they, we haven't gotten an official word on, but I've heard that Facebook hasn't renewed any of their shows. Uh, okay. But I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Why can't you just give me season three? Why do you keep denying me season threes of the characters that I want to see at the most? Yeah. So I'm very upset. All right. Well, we'll keep fingers <laughs> uh, crossed. And then in What the Fuck, I don't want to say too much because I want to save most of my thoughts from when we actually talk about it. It continues to be making choices. <laughs> Um, and I'm just kind of holding out to see how it all comes together, and hopefully it all comes together in an interesting way. Right, right. That is satisfying. Still not my favorite, and you know how I can tell? Usually I'm like a sucker for the Evans, and I love Sander, I do, but like he has, we haven't seen him in like six days, and I like, I don't feel this like deep... Like, missing like a, him like a sander shaped hole in your exactly. heart exactly <laughs> yeah I, and yeah. i'm like the last like when i saw Druk, i i, I would miss, miss david I'd yeah be like, yeah I see his face yeah when any version of the show is the best 
you get so attached to the characters like you feel like they're friends like you, yeah like you when it's over you're, you're missing something and you're yeah, if I, like my favorite thing in fact is whenever i see a clip in the collective that's where i like it. Uh-huh. this is my favorite because it's such an interesting mix of characters you have milan who's the eskil character you have robbie and then you have zoe uh nura and then they're william sen all living in the shared space. That's right. You told me that they move in all together, together. which and, is crazy. And it's like they're all like kind of like Robbie's parents a little bit. <laughs> Robbie. Uh like even like when he when when he got beat up, for example. I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay. I want to discuss it later. Like it's it's Zoe and it's Sen who comes into his room and it's like, what happened? Like I'm gonna find those guys. Like he's like. There's just so much love in that collective yeah. from all four of them. It really does feel like a beautiful found family situation. Uh-huh. That's uh, cool. That's great. And yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, and, and I, I give them credit because we talked in season one about how Moyo, one of the boy squad boys, was so ho- openly homophobic. Um, That's right. And they've, solo for, they've sort of followed through with that so far. I don't know where it's leading. Like, not everything is, like, as nice as it tends. This is the worst boy squat, according to everyone. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Choices are being made. Don't want to say too much. That's We'll see. Yeah. When it's all together. Okay. So, but we do want to talk about Scam Netherlands. Yes. I Originally, when I thought about this, I was going to quote, like, Rent and be like, Dearly beloved, <laughs> we, we gather here to say our goodbyes. No, but before we do that, let's just Aww. actually talk about what we enjoyed in this season. Yeah, I mean, okay, so first of all, I watched it in clips, too. So episodes are out the window. Oh, yeah, I have that's no right. clue. So I was trying to, even to this day, support Gamble Lands, and since the clips are no longer geo-blocked, we watched them all on the YouTube channel. So if you do want to watch Scam Netherlands, it's all available on the YouTube channel. But it's by clips. But it's really easy, though, because it's all one playlist. So it's yeah. like, they're all right there. But yeah, you have absolutely no sense of episodes anymore. Yes. In fact, it was a kind of an interesting experience. Definitely, I feel like I got more of the sense of watching clip to clip. Mm-hmm. I definitely think overall I don't prefer it. I prefer watching whole episodes. Okay. But I was super glad to have watched, especially this season for some reason this way. It felt very organic. I don't know how I'd feel about them if I watched them all together, if I would even notice. Maybe yeah. all of them would feel this organically short. Yeah, that's an, that's an interesting call. I think, yeah, this I don't think they have very long clips. Right? They're pretty short. They're yeah. pretty short. There's a rare one that reaches five minutes. They're yeah. like a three, around the three minute mark. Yeah, which is really interesting. I did watch it live, but I can't remember noticing much of a difference yeah yeah. occasionally I think the clip feeling gave it kind of like a why why do we have this scene like it was a little bit like like when they go bra shopping it felt a little bit like this is sweet but I'm I don't get what's going like why is this here although I think they do a it doesn't feel it never feels as random as certain clips did in the first season um I don't know if you remember there were a couple of really random moments Uh, (laughs) I don't uh yeah one of our comments oh I forgot but then okay so because we had to reschedule Uh I I was actually originally listening to our podcast of season one one. that's a good idea and then I think I never finished it oh now that I'm thinking (laughs) like because then I like paused it yeah yeah um so I can't remember but I remember that we felt like there were a couple of clips that were like beautiful and interesting but it, it was like when they were trying to strike out strike on their own and do their own thing uh kind of felt a little disjointed okay and you're like okay you're trying to do this to be different but what's the point yeah 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 so a little bit that feels not not that much but it didn't like, seem yeah it didn't yeah. seem as 
stark here. Yeah. Um, I also lost any sense of time or structure or anything because just this like watching it, you know, two to three minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, overall, I you know I I'm glad I watched it that way. Also because I was supporting the show. Yes. Um, um I think okay. So the main story of this obviously. By is the way, Norhelm. even though it's on <clears throat> YouTube, the the translations are still done by fans. Uh, oh, I didn't the, know that. Yeah, they just, on the YouTube channel. They just put, so, yeah. So, uh, again, we want to acknowledge, like, the fans That's for cool. going through um, the work and making, and putting putting yeah. it there and being awesome and yeah, all that Yeah, I stuff. totally didn't realize that. That's great. Yeah, it's like, basically, um, it, the channel has to give you permission to do it, and they let them do it. Because, like, for example, in, in some other ones, like, I think, Druk, you couldn't do it. Okay. Um... Uh, but so the, so they, they allowed to, it. Yeah, 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 they allowed it. So that was also yeah. really cool. Um, yeah. All right. So do you, I mean, do we just want to start with, with... just go, like go down the list, I guess. Like I kind of just wrote as thoughts occurred to me, <laughs> generally like they're positive. Like, see when I write in all caps, it's cause I'm really excited about something and okay. you can see in my page, it's just like straight up mostly all caps. And then towards the end, it gets a little bit like, I don't know about me this. Too. I, me too. So I, I, I mentioned it. Because I, I watched them before when we were supposed to uh, record for the first time. Uh-huh. And I had mentioned that my notes were not very specific because I was just, like, enjoying it. Because uh-huh. to me, it's just a joy to watch it. Should we just dive right in and do the, like, Norhelm yeah, relationship? Start, and then maybe we can talk, like, girl, t- girl, girl squad. squad. Yeah, like, try to do it in topics. I yeah, think. exactly. Let's 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 sort of do it that way. And, yeah, so I don't have that many notes either. And the ones that I have are basically, I like, you know, not that specific. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Um, um, well, I, I, like, did a list of, like, why this works for me better than Norhelm. Like, okay. wh- what they did that softened things. Like, basically, like I said at the beginning, it gives me all the feels of will they or won't they, and, like, it's you like, know. It's like my thing where I'm mad at myself because I can't get behind Norhelm when so many, so many things about these characters are tropes that I enjoy, and yet, Right. Like, Somehow this took out the problematic things for me, largely. Yeah, not, largely. Not completely, but, so, for, like, for example, toning down uh, him as, like, the sexy cool guy who has lots of sex and gets into fights, like. <laughs> it's just, like, the pretentious art kid. Yeah, and it's great. It's, I love it. It's, like, the specificity of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's still cool, whatever, yes. I'm sure, in their world, but he's not just, like, a douche sex guy I don't yeah. know um or like they also toned down the like gothic drama yes. of his family <laughs> like though notable huge difference that I texted you about uh oh yeah his mom dying yeah, they, partway through yes I feel like it was actually its own topic almost like yeah, so let, let's do Norhelm overall. Yeah. What are they called? I don't know what Noah and Liv are called. I feel like I knew at some point. No, no, Liv, nope, no idea. It I wouldn't can't. be Niv, and it would, I mean, I guess it could be. It could be Niv. Loa, that's, also could be. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Um. Uh, okay, so yeah, so like, to me, it's literally from the opening clip where they're like painting their nails. I wrote that one down too. Like, it's so again, like specific to, to them. Yes. And it was visually interesting to see the similarities in them in yes. a very like efficient way. Yeah, I don't completely. know if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he goes to her apartment, usually yep. would hate it. But the way that he is doing it feels so non-threatening. Yes. Like, he shows up, 
and then the fact that he runs all the way down yes. just so he can give her the finger. And then she flips him right back, back, and it's so it's so good. And, like, I, and I was like, kind of Oh, sold. no, I think she's that later. But anyway, yes, I know what you mean. So I was kind of sold on them. Yes. Just, just in that. Completely. I, I think uh, even though he shows up multiple times, it doesn't feel threatening. And then that little setup of running after her to flip her off yes. is just, like, perfect. <laughs> um, and he, he doesn't feel threatening in a number of situations that William did. Like, he doesn't ever feel to me like he's manipulating her to get a date. Like, she's the one who is pushing the leave angle? Angle? Uh-huh. Alone angle? <laughs> Wait, that's hard to say. <laughs> leave angle. Angle. Alone, alone angle. angle. Oh, uh, yeah, and even, like, when, when he tells her enough, finally, at some point, he's like, I'm done, it's at the uh, the funeral, I guess, of the wake. Yeah. Because, oh, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, he, it doesn't feel like a, like a tactic. Like, he's genuinely saying, like, leave me alone, so when she comes back, like, somehow the power seems to always be with her. And, yeah, exactly. And, that, and they're always kind of well-matched. Yeah, that's that was my thing, too. To me, they always felt well-matched. I think one thing they do really well in this relationship is they they center it around Liv's issue, which it like, her character issue, which isn't, I'm a feminist in love with a douchey guy. It's, I have a hard time trusting slash I need to control things yeah, so, so love is scary to me yeah, she, with falling in love. Yeah, and, and so she she very early on says like I don't have time to fall in love and all the girls kind of make fun of her but th- it's said in a way that it, you, you believe it and like that's what she tells herself all the time she's just like I have a lot of shit going on like I other things that I need to worry about yeah like why am I gonna give this douche a chance I don't have time for that you saying that makes me think do we miss finding out the backstory of I mean I don't know if they would included it but like they do show us the photo of her very skinny so mm-hmm. we know she's had issues with food disorders before eating disorders um but they never give us the story of how she got into that and I wonder if that's a piece that's maybe that's a shame that it's not there like maybe would have helped us understand her yeah there's a little bit there's a little bit of Liv's um trauma that is not really dealt with it's like hinted at yeah so I think that that is a shame. Um, or even, I, like, why she lives alone when I, her parents seem to I, be in contact. Because I would have been interested to see sort of their take on it. Um, yeah. Cause, yeah, because usually they, they, I don't know, I feel like they handle things with... <laughs> I was going to say subtlety. It's really interesting because they're both really subtle but also really big. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that sort of balance between the two. Yeah, you're um, totally right. The, the show has, this particular version of it has... Um, an ability to the show itself feels very naturalistic and like in the tradition of OG scam, but uh, even maybe arguably more so than OG scam. But uh, they also have these like <laughs> see they commit to these choices. Yeah, they make some strong choices and they commit to them a hundred percent. So even when I hate it, <laughs> which we'll get to in a sec, like I still admire them for like taking that swing. Completely, yeah. Uh, like, I feel like sometimes, as much as I love Italia, and we do know that I mm-hmm. love Italia, I think they're sometimes too afraid of making their own mark on the story. Um, and whereas, um, so they do a good job, I think, of uh, translating the aspects uh, to a speci- and making it, like, specific to Italy and sort of getting a lot of the essence of scum. But I feel like Netherlands is like, we're our own shit we still understand what is at the heart of scum, which I think is 100% true, and yet we're, it's a, like, we're not afraid to do 
things differently. Yes, completely. Yes, that's it. That, and, it's, and, it's if, the, and, and if that means that we have to drop certain elements, that's okay. Because my struggle actually with what the fuck right now is that they do, they want to do both things. I see. They yeah. want to have their own big swing moments, but then they want to cling to everything that's important about the original. And right. I'm like, you can't have both. Right. You have Sometimes to sacrifice something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. There, there is this, like, confidence to Netherlands where they, um, where they're, like, doing their own thing, but it feels so true to the original in its spirit. Um, yeah, so I, I really like Noah, um, minus the episodes towards the end. Yeah. But for, like, 75%, yeah. I'm, like, so, um... I like him. I get him. Yeah. I, he feels like a person that yeah. I've, like, that I've met all the time, and I can see the appeal. Completely. A hundred percent. I stand by the fact that he looks like David Duchovny. Like, <laughs> he could play his son or something. You like, keep saying that. I'm so, like, <laughs> I will die on this hill. <laughs> like, sure. Um, I will find you pictures and send And I them. just, like, really see... I really see what they see in each other. Um, yeah. And what's different about them, how they challenge each other, and what they have in common. Like, whenever they grab a guitar, I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, these two. They, <laughs> they understand each other. They're both artists. Yeah. One is a musician, one is a paint artist. Whatever. They see into each other's souls. <laughs> yeah, they're very sweet together. Like, uh, the, the um, I guess a critique, I kind of felt after the funeral, I mean, after the wake, um, and she ends up spending the night at his place, then they do the auction thing, and it was kind of an interesting choice to switch the kiss, which is such an iconic moment. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that was one moment where I thought maybe they were hanging on to something from the original too much, because, they, so they switch it with, oh, meeting the brother. Uh-huh. Oh. Those e- two e- things are flipped, aren't they? Uh, I can't remember, because I feel No, like- it can't be, because she spends the night... Every, we've seen so many adaptations, I know. and they all play with when that happens. Yeah, because she spends the night, uh, she meets him right after spending the night, so. Or after the kiss. No. I don't remember. Shit. I can't remember. I can't remember. So, if something about that area felt a little um, repetitive. Like, after mm-hmm. they had spent the night, and he does the whole, like, you like me thing, which I love. That scene was so well done. I love the wind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, by the time it gets to the auction, and, you know, they're also, like, so, so, she spends the night, she meets the brother, he kicks her out, in school, he pulls her aside, and is like, uh, sorry about that, I just, you know, like, I'm not ready for you to meet him, I'll introduce you properly, like, like my girlfriend, and then... Then Which the, then feels the, very early in the season. That's why I thought they had switched some stuff around. Then the, the auction Then happens. the auction happens. And by that he's like, kind of like, she's like ambivalent about him. And I'm like, wait, I thought we were past this. So something about that felt a little repetitive. I'm not sure. Again, this whole clip thing made me like lose any sense of time. But it pretty quickly picks back up again. It does. It's like... Because after the kiss, then they're like secret it, boyfriend, Yeah, girlfriend. exactly. It doesn't feel as dramatic as like there's that many ups and downs. No. Yes. It's another thing the relationship did bit, better. Yeah, it's a little bit more streamlined. Yeah. And I can follow it more completely emotionally where everyone's at. Yeah. Um, Another and aspect- even even she doesn't go. Yes, it's secret, but it's not this like like when Nora does it, it feels like she has the weight of the world. Yes. on her shoulders. Yeah, completely. whereas here it's kind of like the information gets slowly sort of like dissipated. Yeah, and she doesn't freak out about it. Exactly. Like, like she pretty much very quickly, Isa and Ralph kind of figure it out, and they're all like, "Live and let live." Right. Um, <laughs> And, and her one worry is, 
she knows that she has to tell Endel. But but that's pretty much it. Like, And she's very kind of reasonable about it. Like, yes. she knows she has to, but it's also not this end of the world thing. Yeah. Like, she's a little scared, yeah. and that's why she keeps delaying it. In a reasonable way. Yeah, exactly. Another thing that I liked uh, was when she's still sort of that last push to figure out if she wants to be with him, I think, after the fight. Which is, this is my least favorite fight, because, again, I just don't believe it of this character. I'm like, where's it coming from? Interesting. I you believed was, it? I was on board with it. I kind okay. of liked that it came a little bit out of nowhere. Okay, okay. Well, I guess I would say that there, I didn't necessarily, like, I don't know. Now I'm questioning myself. Well, okay. Specifically what I liked about it is it has this whole setup of, like, fights happening in the yes. background. No, yeah, Yeah, and it's very, like, Jets and Sharks way. Yes. <laughs> um, so I think that I really liked, and... Uh, but what I also like that once the fight happens, it's not formulated as like, oh my god, is he a monster? No. I mean, there's this question of like, again, he's a little bit violent, it, and what little, does that mean? It's a little bit more subtle, and like, yes. So, so she's like, you know, I I need to think about this, but it it doesn't feel. No, I don't want to say final, but like a little as as dramatic yes. maybe as the other times. She's just like, I need to process this yeah. and see where I end up. Yeah. Um, so related to that, when she has the conversation with Ezra about it, and then Ezra basically says, like, aren't you a stronger person if you dare to change your mind? Yes. It just, I mean, and maybe it's because Ezra is older than them uh-huh. and has seen more of the world, <laughs> but I was like, you just really put it nicely. Yeah. Uh, in a way that, like, I remember when we, with that sauna conversation, as much as we liked it, we had, there were, like, bits of bits and pieces that we liked and bits and pieces that were like, what are you saying? Yeah. Whereas here I was like, Ezra's making some good points. And, like, she's saying it in a way that, that I agree with. Uh-huh. Like, there was something about, I remember being even angry at Sana. I was like, no, like, Nora, Nora can hold on to her opinions. And, like, it was just something about, like, yeah, giving was, in. Yes. Like, she had to give in. Yeah, exactly. Whereas here it's like, you can grow as a person. Yeah. Just because he has a different perspective on something doesn't mean it's not worth listening to, and if you listen to it, you can agree with it or not. Exactly. Like, she was kind of just laying it out as that. And usually, you know, I had a very strong reaction to William's whole, like, there's violence in the world, which he does here, too, and I felt like the show wasn't letting him get away with as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says as much to Ezra, she says, like, you know, he tries to justify it. But something about the conversation with Ezra made me think, like, a little bit I'm with William on the fight where he, I guess because we're get, we're given the justification that he was doing it kind of to protect his friend. Yeah. And so her principle all of a sudden of violence is never the solution suddenly feels a little, like, uh, naive or per-clutchy or something. Yeah. Where I, I felt like, I bet if they, if she knew more about what was going on, she would... Adm- Maybe she doesn't like violence still, or think that, or like that's a solution for her, but would understand that it doesn't mean he's a violent person. person. And um, also that you maybe even admire the reason why he, you know, the, the, the kind of good principle or good value. The loyalty. Yeah, exactly. Or defending the little guy, or whatever the circumstances is of the background, you know, the background. So, yeah, so that part, yeah. So essentially, I'm, I'm, I'm so. Weirded out that we're on board with, with both <laughs> I of know, them. I know. Uh, and, and can see the appeal. Of... A little bit, again, I'm still always like, is it just that I've been worn down by so, <laughs> by so many versions of the story? But I don't think so. I think they genuinely do stuff here that, like, makes me feel comfortable to enjoy the stuff that I do enjoy, that I want to enjoy. Yeah, and in, in, in the other ones. In the other versions. Uh, I, I, it's, I strangely don't know if I would call him my favorite 
William, because it's not about that for me. Yeah, no. Um, I still need to watch season two, but like I said, I'm, I'm uh, Sen is, it's, I don't know how to say his name. It's S-E-N-N-E, Sen? Sen? Sen or Sene? I don't know. It sounds uh, like it should be Sene by the way it's written, but I don't, I'm sure it's not. Um, I mean, the little that I, I've definitely liked him in season three uh, a lot, so, and people call him the... The best William. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I definitely am enjoying him a lot. The, this version of William definitely doesn't stick the landing with... Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's we? part of the difference why <laughs> Sene has, has more points, let's yeah. just say. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do we want to sort of deal with that? Like, yeah, dive into that? Sure. Okay, so what I, what I like about the... Okay, so we're going to talk basically about when Liv goes to the party looking for Noah to basically be like, let's get back together, but instead she finds Morris, who sucks. That's just my note. It just mm-hmm. says Morris sucks. Uh-huh. I felt like I did not have to add anything else to that. Yeah. And, um, and sort of, I guess I'll start with what I liked about sort of uh-huh. that storyline. And then we can talk about what I did not like, because it's a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was so interesting, because as I was watching it, I think maybe because I, I not, or I appreciated how they did it at the beginning, I was on board, and then suddenly at some point I was like, not on board anymore. Uh-huh. So, I mean, first of all, as always, the moment itself, I think, is, like, horrifying, and I don't want to watch it and whatever. But, yeah. But I thought the clip was sort of well done. And then yeah. the immediate reaction from her, uh, I also was felt a lot yes. like that like morning after yeah. clip is one of the most brutal ones yeah that exactly yeah. so so the way that they show the, those like sort of right after steps when she goes home and she's hiding out that she doesn't want the comfort of ralph that she just needs to be by herself um god that she goes that she listens to her mother's advice and goes by a plant Plants, yeah um like all of that here for it yeah um, I will say, funnily enough, that that clip of her trying to t- take the plant home. The giant butt. Yeah. It's <laughs> probably, like, my favorite top ten scan clips of all time. It's so funny because what, just before it, I was thinking, God, I wish I lived in a place where people biked around as their main mode of transportation. And then that clip happened. And I was like, yeah, you know, it has disadvantages. I still do wish we had more bikes. But... Uh, I will say, the first time I watched it, I didn't make the connection that this was her mom's advice. Oh, really? So when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, man. Because it's just another one of those subtle hints of, like, her mom isn't there. Her mom isn't very present. And yet, she wants her mom. Yeah, completely. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that all works for me. Once she shares with, once Ralph finds out uh, and sort of his reaction to it is also... Like, great. Super well done. I really liked that. I thought it was really, like, a natural, organic way. The way that she gets support from all of them, where, like, Ralph does not tell them, Mm -hmm. but essentially is, like, gives her the opportunity to share and let her know that there's these people are worried for you. All I did was let them in. Yeah. You have to make that step. Like, I can't make it for you. Right. And she does. Yeah, completely. Love that. All right. Things I don't like. (laughs) Do you want to add anything else? I think that pretty much covers... Yeah, I think that covers all the things that I could think of. What do you not like? Go. So for me, where I think start getting on shaky ground for me is actually right after the scene you're talking about where the group, which this whole season girl squad is like good, strong vibes into it. They're so like great with each other. But um, right after that scene, I kind of didn't quite get what in that scene. She basically concludes that she's going to go talk to Morris. Morris and I'm a little bit like why or I'm not sure what she's hoping to get out of it exactly because um all she does is basically tell him that he fucked up and and she even tells him to delete 
Yeah, the she video. just she just wants him to delete it. I I will say one point. She looks amazing in that clip. Yes. But other than that, um, she looks yeah. pretty amazing in a lot of the clips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my my first note of the season was Liv's hair because I okay sorry this is a sidebar but <laughs> if you rewatch season one a lot of her hair is um treated or like oh, uh-huh. um, like she doesn't wait have like her... straightened I don't straightened. remember yeah oh, okay. straightened oh so, I don't remember that yeah a it's, lot of oh I so love she her look I here. love that they sort of like yeah. embraced her yeah. and yeah yeah, yeah yeah anyway back to the actual thing um yeah I know what you mean like. So my one of my big things is that she doesn't go to the police. Yes. And so like it makes it harder when she goes to confront him. What is her end goal uh, when the girls are supporting her? And they're the ones who are like, you should go to the police. And then it kind of seems to be like left as a question not to be answered. Until Noah at the very, very end says, you should go to the police. And I kind of understand her fear of like, this is Noah's brother. Even though there's a lot of, you know, I would encourage her to go to the police because as her friends say he could he's it's guaranteed this is not the first time nor the last time he's going to do this and probably do worse this is what what the fuck is saying excellent and they have sen be like super into this yeah anyway um so but i wish they'd had that discussion yeah it it was like a choice and like and i was a little confused like the show seems to not consider it a an issue that she's not doing I guess it. like as if the fact that she doesn't as if just covering it up and erasing the video is sort of like enough. the good end goal yeah exactly so I was like I mean even if there's a I, it just didn't feel like there was enough even of a discussion exactly about it. exactly like I, I just feel like there should be more of a sense of this is why it's difficult for you to do that. Yes. That's understandable. She's struggling with that choice. And even if we don't see her do it because they couldn't in terms of, like, the schedule, like, they ha- they were more limited for time or, like, whatever, the pacing of it. But, like... Or just, just making it her, like, character dilemma. Yeah, exactly. I just... I didn't... I felt a little floundered by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like... Yeah, I'm like, and it's and it's this thing where I'm like, I was with them for like with this story so much, and then I I just didn't feel like they stuck that landing. That's where it starts to go off the rails. And then the other big thing, clearly, obviously, Noah, is Noah, which I just <laughs> it's like if you see the first like two pages of notes, it's all like Noah this, Noah that in a particular way, and then after that I just write ugh, ugh, big unhappy face yeah, several times. <laughs> um, um, so the first is. So, Which is a, never a favorite of mine, uh-huh. is the clip where he finds out. Yeah, okay, I, so there has to be a way to get to the point of him knowing without him being a complete dickhole or pushing her to the ground. I watched it on mute, because I was like, I can't. Like, I was just like, I can't do it again. Yeah, I was, I can't, like, I can't go through this again. I Every understand. time it feels more upset, like, ups- upsetting. Yeah, more upsetting. And I understand him having he doesn't he doesn't need to be a perfect human being. Of he doesn't course need, not. He doesn't need to have like the perfect immediate reaction. No, no. Um, but so what is it about? The, I was I was really asking myself of like what is what would be a way to do it, and I'm not sure I came up with a super satisfying solution. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know either. I just know that I hate it. I think part of it is that. He asks her, "Did were did, were you with him? Yes or no?" And she kind of says, "I don't know." And instead of being like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, or like having an inkling of concern for someone who he literally one episode or or a couple of clips ago uh, was saying, "I love you," to at oh, least in text. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is just like 
oh, so you, so his reaction is like she cheated, but he doesn't, I think that's the disconnect. His reaction is like she cheated, but there's no sense of concern. I mean, I assume the brother lied and that's yeah, what he yeah. said. Like that's an okay assumption to make. Um, but that he doesn't like ask her what that means or again, have any concern. Well, I think there's this like, even though he's told us that Morris is a dick, like there's, I think we we're missing sort of that backstory. Uh, yeah as to their relationship. Um, yes. So we do find out from Marie that... Did you say Marie? Like Maddie? Oh, yeah. I'm Maddie. <laughs> yeah. My fave. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we just sidebar for a second and talk about her look? Yeah. Which I loved so much. She's like a like a mid-90s Murphy Brown. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> or, or like Donna Martin from Nana Do I Know the Original. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that look coming back? I hope so, because it's fantastic. Probably. I'm sure it is, because like yeah. the 90s things are coming back. Anyway, um... Yeah, so she, we do find out from her, so Morris himself says that Noah used to have these violent fits and kick and bite, mm-hmm. and the dad had to lock him in this room. I think it's safe to assume that that's actually, he's talking about himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what does, Yeah, uh, that's like straight from the OG. Yeah, yeah. And then what does Marie, Mar, Marie say? Uh, Look, I don't remember. I think she because says something I, like, I just, oh, do you know what, sorry, he, she just says he had a difficult growing, upbringing parents divorced and then immediately the dad met met the got a new girlfriend yeah and then so we don't right so we don't get a lot of um yeah it's like on the one side i'm grateful that we don't have this like gothic backstory but on the other hand then i i don't know i feel like i'm missing something you know what we also find out in the course of the show not right there is that the mom like left 14 years ago to live in a commune yes which is like, like, hilarious. like, I shouldn't laugh, that's not funny. Um, but it, it's kind of like a, like a, oh, interesting territory to explore. They're, yeah. they're kind of presented as this, like, boys raised without a mother, or really yeah, without parents. without parents. Uh, but I, but I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't like that clip, and that's just my immediate reaction to it. And, well, uh, not William, Noah literally says don't trust him. Yes. It's not just that he kind of, like, William kind of just has, like, a dislike for him. He doesn't, it's not about that. He literally knows, or seems to know. Don't trust him. But he's a liar and potentially yeah, dangerous. Yeah, so I don't know. Something, and, and, like, okay, and then I think if that was his immediate reaction, but then he took a moment to think about it, or, like. Right. But, like, he does not change her, his stance ever. Like, yes. he is unwilling to give her a chance to explain anything yeah. in any sort of way. And in fact, she has to apologize to him and fuck that shit. Yes, and it, they don't ever address the fact, th- that fact that, like, after going, after doing so well with how the trauma affects every other relationship that she has and how they respond to it, it's just never acknowledged from Noah until, like, they're in bed and he's I'm all just- like, you should go to the police. I'm like... You never like, apologized, dick. It did, it did, how does he even know yeah. that she needs to go to the police? About what really happened? Did that conversation happen? I don't know. Remember that one of the things we did like about Drook is that they do have that conversation. Yes. Uh, and it's really interesting. And I, I really think that kind of like raised the bar a little bit. Like I'm even more upset about this <laughs> than like other versions because I'm like, wait, no, Drook did it right or like better than better, that. Yeah, in terms of that, they, yeah. they acknowledge that in a good way. Like it gave me a positive expectation. Um, The other thing is that there's this weird, and I think what you're saying is tied to some, another thing I was thinking about, which is there's something odd to me about the timing of her, um, of her telling 
uh, 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 sorry, of her contacting Mari to find out what really happened, and then telling, yeah, and then talking to Noah about it, which, like, I obviously understand why she would want to know, like, for herself, because, duh, obviously I would want to know, but, um, but there's something where it connects it, like, she needs to know in or like, as if she, as if it is a matter of cheating. Yeah, as if, exactly. If she, as if something, as if, if Marie had said, oh, yeah, I saw him where, doing where something, we, where it's, she wouldn't have gone to exactly, him. Exactly, where, regardless of what happened, like, she had no control over exactly. the situation. That's what this is about. Exactly. The abuse that Morris, like, did. Like, yeah. what he did. And it is straight up, straight up, like, textbook. Yeah, so, uh yeah date rape situation i mean it never escalates to rape but like the even the video somehow it being a video and not just photos was so much more visceral and and worse i mean it has a good effect in the show on me as an audience also because i felt like it kept getting played and even if i didn't see it i could picture it every time it was so just like more upset so then it it keeps making me upset and then and then, and then she has to get in a fucking wedding dress and apologize to him. Well, well. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so, um, yeah, the, but uh, the apology. So the apology, <laughs> which, okay, I know that, like, you know, one of the narrative things that you choose usually is, like, every every couple is going to have this thing that's yeah, they theirs. Need to, yeah, they need to have, like, a thing, like a callback. Yeah. And, and it has to be big. And so, like, I guess theirs is him asking her... To marry him all the time. Which uh, was, like, a kind of a throwaway. I didn't get, yeah, like, think, making such a big deal. I didn't think it was such a big deal. I part of what doesn't work is that it doesn't feel like a big deal. Yeah, I was, I, like, I was more aware of it this this time because I knew what it led up to. Right. But it does not feel like, this is our thing. No, it just seemed like cute banter that I forgot it, about. In like, fact, if anything, like, I thought, like, him calling her a Monet was a bigger thing. Okay, I literally wrote that. I was like, I would rather that she had dressed up like a water lily. Or, yeah. like, I would have rather that she painted the great wave yeah. on his apartment building anything. or something because like to me for some reason that's like my favorite that moment I, yeah. I even showed it to you before because uh-huh. i was like i love this pretentious asshole i know i like, love that line it's so good it's so like what the fuck does that even mean but it's so great <laughs> and she loves it and like her like she like we see her reaction afterwards like yes. imi- she's immediately like Ugh! but then as she walks away she's like, she's like oh i'm a moment <laughs> But then even her referencing the Great Wave at the end, I love that. Like, what a perfect, beautiful, both, like, on his level, like, talking to him in terms that he understands, but also it is, feels very genuine for the conflict she's had the whole season of, like, I feel out of control. Yeah. Um, So, I thought that was fantastic. But why does she have to dress up in a wedding dress? The wedding dress! I can't. I can't. I remember. so bad. I remember, so, the other reason that I know that I don't, love what the fuck as much as I loved other remakes is because I don't watch the clips as soon as they come out where I don't understand anything oh, like uh-huh. I just wait for the, the subs. subs yeah with with this one and with Druk for example I would just watch it in the like original uh-huh. with a VPN and be like I don't know what's happening so I remember when this one came out everyone was like what the fuck is up with the wedding dress okay so like, it wasn't like a fan favorite right no like, we're not crazy. it was not a fan because favorite there's something weird about it like they're high schoolers exactly I'm like they don't even like I no no I don't like it so that's why I was like this is why like I can't be like best season two ever because I'm like what is up with these like last couple of clips like I do think 
very much when your first love happens, you're very like, this is supposed to be with for the rest of my life, I'm gonna marry them, and that's all like beautiful and good and, I don't and have any problem normal, with that. and some people do stay together, and that's wonderful, but there's something about the formality of the dress, and yes. it's just like, the, the she, it's she just did, like white, Yeah, she didn't like one. find like a dress in her like closet that was white, which she could have, because like 95% of her clothes are white. That would have been better. And that like, would have been better. And like, come in with a bouquet. bouquet. Exactly. Yes, I totally agree. It's, it's something it's about so the dress. It's so big. I just, I can't, it creeps me out. Yes, that's the best word for it, it's creepy. I, I will say I didn't hate the execution of the mm-hmm. uh, forgiveness scene as much as I thought I would, because okay. they do save it with the wave stuff. Yes, But yeah, the lead they're... up to it with the, um... I think I was just so uncomfortable with it that, like, I don't think I appreciated that line until this time. And then this time I was like, oh man, yeah, see, that I do like. Yeah, that line also it's real... kind of, like, cropped in, so I could, like, kind of erase the dress from my mind. But, <laughs> oh, but, then, but then it cut back to that wide where she's, standing with him in the fountain behind him and I was like don't remind me of the dress Dress. I don't like it uh so I didn't like hate absolutely the execution of the actual scene but the lead up to it was just so uncomfortable and I hated it so much I almost texted you and I was like no save it for the recording I even like I don't like that show say yes to the dress and they're like referencing it and I was like I hate everything about this what the hell yeah so but in like a very funny way yeah yeah, it's like and and like they're so like off. It's rocker. Well, and they're so good at like once in a while being off in interesting, funny ways. Yeah. And then here I was like, I don't know what you're going for. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I, I, I was like, it felt like it, like a like they had something. This I have no reason to think this is actually true. I mean, I assume I'm sure it's not, but it's so kind of out there as an idea to me that it almost felt like they had something else. And then, for some production reason, couldn't do it. So, like, the morning of, they're like, well, we have to shoot something. What do we do? I don't know. He asked her to marry him a couple times. Let's get a dress in. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, like, unthought through it feels. Yeah, and it's like, they put so much thought into so so many other things. Like, one of the things that we, we mentioned, I don't think, when we were recording, is that I love how efficient there with their storytelling like to me their party scenes are usually the best because it's not just here's a party scene it's like here's a party scene and as the camera moves you're following like three different storylines at the same Completely, time yeah. and it just like works so well yes so I'm like oh there's so much like thought that yep. careful thought that went into this yes and the efficiency is really admirable I mean they do this the, the Noral Hunt story which is the longest in the original they do it I think without losing any of the emotional, I mean, in fact, doing it better in some ways, in much, like, in half the time. In half the time. Remember, that's our big thing with OG. It's like, why are some of these episodes 50 minutes, and yet we're so unsatisfied? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I guess that's my thoughts on that. Uh, I'm glad we agree on that. (laughs) Because I was like, am I just, like, a big old prude? Like, I, in general, don't really like wedding dresses. Like, they're aesthetic and stuff. I mean, I like some ones but I'm very like the more traditional it is the less I like it and this one is pretty traditional yeah uh so I was like am I just a prude I don't know but uh, I'm glad I wasn't the only one all right so do we want to talk about the girl squad in general yeah uh yeah I I really love the dynamic in this girl squad um it feels very authentic and very real um and I don't, I don't know what it is about it, mm-hmm. but I just believe that these four very different people are. Yeah, they. Part of it is that they have really great chemistry with each other. Issa is just like, I just want to like, yeah, protect like, her. Like she's so the greatest. Issa is still the greatest. Yeah, a hundred percent. She's like the sweetest. I love her and um, how how often she has scenes with Chris or uh-huh. not Chris, Yana. Sorry. Yana. Uh, and that they're both like weird. Yes. And it made me really sad that we're not going to see Yana's season. I know. Because she I seems think, like a really un- interesting, unexplored character. 
or yes i one of this was and again one of those times where it wasn't so much that i was angry that we weren't gonna get ayana season it was that i was like oh man this really does feel like there's so much more to this character yeah like a wasted opportunity yeah. it did never feel imbalanced in terms of why aren't some characters talking to others that are supposed yeah. to be their best friend yeah. which i remember i've, I've felt at other times yeah I, well my big issue with season four of OG I'm like why 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 is she only interacting with Nora right like um yeah because it just felt like whereas here I bought all this all the all the friendships and all the times that they had the one-on-ones like I believe that Isa is her best friend because there's such like like of love between them completely and they thread the sub stories of those characters I thought really well like Isa's is with Kess Kess yeah um, and I thought it has the right balance of this still feeling like this is stuff that's happening in the world. This is stuff that um, Liv is a part of and involved with, you know, and, and a, a shoulder for her. But uh, but doesn't detract from her story. Exactly. It's yeah. just like this is this is her best friend. So obviously this is what's happening to her best friend. So it obviously affects yes, her life and it's just exactly. happening in the background. And she's there for her friend, but she's also like going through her own, own shit. shit and, yeah, completely. Um, she's just to me, Isa is like love. She's a uh-huh. pure, joyful. Yes, she's so love. adorable. I just want to pinch her cheeks. And so, um, I just I was so glad yeah. to get to hang out with her again. Yeah, um, a little bit like I was. Not sad. That's not the right word. But I was distressed to see her when she drank because yeah. I knew that that's what they were setting up to go further with that. I assume in further seasons, which like. She, they did really well. I don't think it was badly handled or anything, but I just I just love her so much that I was like, no, don't go down this road. Then uh, Engel. Engel is, I'm going to say, I think she's my favorite Vilde. And, but just she also, it's like she feels, but she also doesn't feel like a Vilde. Um, yes, yeah. And she, she's definitely has, like, the softest as... Yeah, yeah, my note basically every single time that Engel is on screen is, like, gentle. Yeah. Because to me, she's just such a gentle, like, not so much... So she's the softest, but when she is with Liv, their interactions are so gentle. Yes. And that, like, I'd never seen that in any version of them. I, yes, completely, and I love the way that friendship is handled. Yes. I think it was Druk that had it be very escalated and extreme, and that yes, felt, like, yeah. realistic. And, yeah. like, I liked that they gave real consequences, but I also strangely really love how simple this is, yes. where when she realizes that she doesn't take it as this, like, end-of-the-world thing, she's like, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, um, I guess, you know, she, she just kind of really quickly forgives her, and, and I was and like, And there's never any bitterness, because even though it takes, even though Vilde gets there, it takes her a beat, like, yeah. to get there. yeah. Engel just very quickly kind of like shifts and I think she's able to know enough about what she knows about both of them to maybe in her mind build some sort of narrative even if she doesn't have all the details and to kind of wait for her friend before she makes a judgment. Yes, and I it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like we're being deprived of drama no, or it's anything. Just, it's just something about, yeah, and I think it was because they've done a, such a good job of building that relationship uh, throughout the entire season. Yes. Like their scenes always kind of had this thing um, small detail, I love how much Liv hates exercise. Yeah. Like, over and over. Yes, even in other versions of the show, but yes, the yoga thing is amazing. Yeah, she's just like, why? <laughs> uh, one thing I think they did slip, flip slightly, or maybe mm-hmm. just more efficient about it, there's that scene where Engel says to Liv, you should tell, uh, I'm 
getting confused with all the names. You should tell Issa about Kess uh, uh, because you are the one who always relates to tell the truth. And I like that, that in this version that she says that before she sees. Yeah, before she because sees it, it. It feels like a, a dagger to her heart, but not like an intentional exactly. weird like yeah. sticking her knife in. And then when when she does finally tell, when uh, Liv does finally tell her, and she's like, oh, I knew. Um, I think that's part of, I guess, what makes it believable that she would get over it quickly. Because she's known about it for a while. She's had time to process it. Uh, but she, but when she says, I just wanted you to tell me. Yeah. It's like, it's so good and perfect. Because it's, it's... And the heartbreak is still there. Yes. And yet, I'm like, yeah, this is what, this is what Engel would do with yeah. Liv. Um, and, and it's still sort of reasonable in the sense of like... It's it's without this kind of like extra weird drama that OG sometimes does and, and, in this season. And even though it follows a similar beat of like they they each want to be their caretaker for the other, to me it just works better here. Like oh yeah, like when she shows up later with the food. Yeah, uh, that's my big gentle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I love that Angle gets to be the caretaker for her in this time because um, I think it's also they do a good job of setting up that that Liv is not just the caretaker for her friends, but, like, everyone around her life. Yes. Like, I have this moment this note where I was like, you boys need to stop eating her food. Right. Like, <laughs> like she's a saint, but lines have been crossed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the pizza one. Though I did like it when she throws the joints in the soda. That was yeah. well Especially done. because I have done, I not to that level, but I, to that level of petty with my cousins. Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> we never lived together, but, like, we would spend every afternoon at my grandmother's house when we were little. And I would just get annoyed with them and be really annoying. Uh, and so, that, to me, that felt like, yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. She, drawing boundaries. Um, well, because she's just living with a bunch of boys. Right. Which. I, I did like the inclusion of. Uh, Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. Who's like the Elias character, I think. I think so, yeah. Cause he from was, season one. Yeah, because he was kind of a bitch to Issa. But Issa's like, it's cool. Uh-huh. We've made her peace. Right, 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 right. <laughs> So I did like that it expanded the friend group. Okay, yes. So, so, I mean, the collective group. My, my other thing that I love about Isa is, sorry, about Engel, is her sort of commitment to, like, who she is and to her plans. So, like, they, they originally chose, what's the country? Talon. Is Talon, I think. Yeah, Talon, because, because she wanted, um, uh, wait, what's the, Iman? Is that their character? Yes, yeah. Their Sana? to feel included but at this point like they could have chosen anywhere anywhere else but she's like no this is the plan that we made yeah and like how she commits to it how she does the benefit <laughs> how she like hires the dancers like this just like over um yeah there's like a sweet naivete to it without being grating exactly the way <laughs> which is hard like yeah because that's the thing with Vilde. she's mainly grating yeah uh, <laughs> and yet angle everyone just accepts her for who she is and sort of like reassures her Uh that she's perfectly great the way she is yes so she's like i'm a failure and they're like no you're you're not not. i know (laughs) the girls are just so sweet with each other and there's even a couple times where they kiss her on top of the head and yes yes i love those those were some of my favorite moments too um so yeah i don't know man i just really loved angle and i didn't expect that going in Um, yeah yeah um, what about... When she says, can you braid my hair? Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's something about the physicality of them two. Yes. That, the, I don't the, know. The physical intimacy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, how do you feel about the way they handle her, like, maybe eating disorder or not? Uh, it's one of those, again, where it's like, if, if, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ambivalent about it. I think, I think 
this they do have good moments yeah it, what it adds up to with Liv kind of telling her tell me you think this isn't beautiful yeah I thought it was very good I thought that was really good and even then Angle being like you don't always feel like you're beautiful right right uh, so like I thought that itself was an interesting uh, discussion yeah um but I don't, yeah, I feel like this is another moment where I wonder what they could have done to feel If they had more, more seasons. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah, it just feel a little bit background exactly. too much. It didn't feel like they tackled, tackled it as head-on as they could have. Yeah. Um, yeah, and not in, like, a way that is an obvious, this doesn't work mm-hmm. kind of thing. Though I'm not sure how I'd feel about it if I hadn't seen a bunch of different versions of of Engel having that issue. That's true. Uh, I, I also had that question where I was like, yeah. well, I liked these changes, but, like, I'm also not seeing it. I'm seeing it in the context of so many other versions. Right, right. So are you losing part of what you're trying to say by uh, telling the story in this particular way? Right. I don't yeah. know. Huh. Something to ponder about. Um, yeah. And then going back to sort of uh, Jaden and the boys, um... I thought they also did a good job of including the boy squad. Not to the same, like, organic way. Like, like it's like, it's not like group where they're all like, we're a huge friend group now. Right. And it's not like what the fuck, apparently, where they all just kind of live together. Yeah. Uh, but yet, it was still like, well, because of circumstances, all these people are still around each other. And yeah. they're not best friends, but they're in each other's lives. Yeah, I think the collective as a place where she's always running into them yeah works well and like and like there's enough of like a link and friendship between all of them that they'll show up to like the benefit and they'll be here at this other exactly, thing yeah. and like I believe all of that yeah and Ralph is enough of an Eskild in his party ways and, yeah. and yet not annoying about it yes yeah the, he, I thought he was really funny <laughs> I really liked the way they did the uh photo finding each other on Grinder, putting that in textually in the episode and not something that we like find out happened after the fact yeah i thought that the lucas things were interesting but because i don't know what they lead to i quite don't know it does yeah it feels like a dropped yeah i'm really sad about it to me the scene that i actually liked the most was i liked how despite knowing or not knowing like sort of like the warmth the, the, the little warmth that we saw between lucas and ralph's like they were like uh, sitting on the couch together, yeah. going through his uh, apps. Yeah, and he's at... like, cute. We mean cute. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like a little, like, and, and, about and that. it was just like the playfulness. I think, and I want to say in the bowling scene too, we see oh. them like interact. Yeah, the bowling scene is so good. Yeah, I want to talk about that some more. And just like, I don't know, I was just like looking forward to seeing to seeing that, Where that play would go. out because it felt like they had already, we had already done, they were already done on screen more of the groundwork than. Uh, some of the other versions where it's very much like you said a thing in the background that maybe we hear about here we're seeing it uh which i don't know i appreciated it. i thought it was interesting again not sure what it was all leading to because we even see um lucas get into a motor the back of a motorcycle and yeah it's not related to the fight yeah which is kind of like the like he got in the car in the in the car with penetrator chris right right right, right, um, right. so again do we know whose motorcycle is getting back up no just no a random we person. don't know um so it I, seems to be related to the grinder thing but yeah and like i think what the fuck did some similar stuff in season two and then they kind of just did not acknowledge it in any sort of way in okay. season three from what i understand yeah but i don't think they would have hmm. netherlands would have ignored this thing that they'd been setting up yeah they don't seem like the type yeah. um so yeah so i appreciated seeing Jaden and cass and lucas sort of in the background and slowly fitting in into this world uh-huh. and like you're saying expanding it in a way that just kind of felt organic yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. 
it's not like why these people suddenly hang out with each other the way it is in OG. Yeah. Like with Jonas and William are suddenly like friends. Yeah, like, and like, uh, what? what? But it's also uh, not a lack of them. You don't, I, I didn't feel a lack of yeah, them. Yeah, I didn't feel a lack of them. I mean, this time I did feel it more because I knew that I wasn't going to get my time with Lucas. And I was heartbroken. He's really sweet. I really am sad we, I can't remember there was one scene specifically that I thought like, oh, I'm so bummed we're not going to see more of you. Like more of what, that actor could do with that character and everything. Exactly. I just I just feel like it's so many missed chances because I think he would have done such a fantastic job with it. Um, we need to win the lottery so we Cass, can finance. And cast. Like, can you imagine, like, the coming out scene with Cass? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot how much I liked that actor. I know. I was like, he was your favorite. Yeah. Like, you were, like, ready to die for him. <laughs> yeah, I was really into him. Uh, uh, so I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm still heartbroken. Yeah. I'm like, and it's, it's funny because I do, like, I, I like to exaggerate, but I'm not kidding when I say that, like, at least once a week, I'm, like, sad or angry about this. I'm just like, damn. Yeah. And I understand it's public television, and, but I'm, it's heartbreaking. It's a bummer, yeah. yeah. I saw some fan trailers for a potential season three that I was like, oh, I should go and look at these and cry. <laughs> um, um, but we have to, okay, so another big character <laughs> that we should talk about is... Ezra, who is Lynn slash Sana. Yes. I actually, I was just about to say that. I was like, okay. oh, wait, Ezra. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I like her. Yeah. Um, I think she looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, first of all. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't feel strongly. I like that they knew that they weren't going to be able to get the actress back for the Sana character. Yeah. So, so then instead of just, like... Recasting. Recasting, they gave us a sort of a new, older Muslim uh, hijab-wearing woman. Yeah. So I appreciated that. And I remember thinking, like, I liked her, but she didn't, like, stand out to me. Well, she wasn't there that much. Yeah. Ezra definitely leaves an impression. Yes. So I did, I did really like that. And I very I actually really did like her in the beginning, and then she just wasn't... Around okay, she's no. only there to like serve. Yeah, when I, Sana and needs I think to be I think there. maybe that's where my hesitancy then now comes from because I, <laughs> I wrote this is the progression of my thoughts. Where the fuck is Sana slash Iman? Who the fuck is Ezra? Who's this Ezra chick? And then okay, I definitely like Ezra. <laughs> uh, so very early on, I think I was on board with her. I can't remember now what the scene is, but, but then she kind of well, is it the scene where they're all spitting? Must be. Yeah, yeah. And it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, oh, you got it. Absolutely. And uh, uh, so I liked I liked her as this sort of like older uh, figure that was still allowed to sort of like be playful. Yeah. And uh, I really liked the scene in when they're actually bra shopping. Yeah. When they're when she and Angle Angle have their conversation. I thought that serviced Angle's character really well. Yes, exactly. Unlike other versions of that conversation, mm-hmm. sometimes I've been like, yeah, I don't know, not quite well hitting it, the point. Well, they'll do would just be like like I think it's an equivalent to kind of her being in the cabin and being like why are you wearing your hijab you're just with us right you know right right, right. yeah it, it it allows a little bit of a naive insensitivity again without making me want to slap her while also allowing her to say you can be beautiful for yourself yes and that's such a new concept to yeah her. To, to angle and it feels like it lands so yeah, so she definitely is there to deliver some um, good lessons, mm-hmm. pearls of wisdom. But um, I wanted, I still wanted to see more of her as her own person. Uh, so I think that's the part that yeah. like I'm like, oh yeah, and I agree that there was less sort of of her. I um, bet we would have gotten more. I bet we would have gotten more. Yep, totally. So yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> glad she existed. Sorry, I just glanced down in my notes. It's hard to overstate. 
capital letters, how much I hate the bridal dress. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then I lolled at the Trump Kanye line, which is oh, shockingly yeah. still uh, appropriate. Still, even more, even probably. more, because Kanye basically has a cult now. Uh, the other thing that I thought was cute, I don't know if you noticed them, but they have a lot of references to OG. Oh, I didn't notice. Yes. Wait, maybe I did. Which so, ones? for example, let's talk, we can talk about the bowling scene in a sec. The uh-huh. bowling, it says, like, established in Norway. And then there's, like, another scene, I think they're in the classroom where a girl is wearing a... Norway shirt. A Norway I shirt. I did see that one, and yeah. I think There's, like, more than that, but uh-huh. I thought that they, they were really fun and cute. Yeah. Okay, I just want to talk about the bowling scene as an example of, like, forever that scene to me is, like... The aesthetics of the showman yes, uh-huh. are so good. Yes, totally. Maybe I've noticed it because I'm not going to talk shit about other remakes. Uh, but definitely, it like, in contrast to other things, I was like, man, again, it's such a shame that I don't get to see what whatever their mind would have come up with for even later seasons. Yeah. Uh, but that bullying scene is beautiful and fun. Uh-huh. Um, and I can't ask for anything. I think that scene where... Noah pulls her aside into the room with the shoes and yeah. is like, get your shoes. It was one of the, like, flip-flop stomach scenes. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm into this. And then they're like, uh... And he's so, like, when they're outside, his, like, nose is all red because it's cold. Yes. And I was like, I really like this. Well, and, so and that's also when she bites his finger? Or he, she licks it? She, uh, he licks her. Or, there you she go. She flips him off again. And he licks, and he licks yeah, it. And I was just like, all and right. And I was like, this shouldn't work, but, but it it's does. adorable. Uh, and then even when they're inside. It feels very natural. Where they, like, kind of see each other from, like, they keep seeing each other from across the room. Yes, and they kind of, like, bowl at the same, same time. time. And she hits a, she hits whatever it's called, uh, a strike. Where uh-huh. she gets all of them. And he gets a spare. Like, he gets the, the gutter ball. Sorry, not a spare. I don't, I don't, I'm down, I'm bad on my bowling terminology it's super cute and they're kind of like that's it that's one of the best kind of like secret boyfriend secret boyfriend yeah scenes and at this point angle knows and she's kind of watching them yes yeah no she doesn't know yet no she does know yes she does yeah she does she does she does yeah angle knows and she's kind of watching them the whole time completely yeah Uh, and i thought they did a good job Uh of that too yeah lucas everyone's just there and yet she is also concerned about angle because when they are outside she's like i have to go back back in in. she's gonna notice i'm gone. gone so it's not like she's completely like so lost in this relationship that she doesn't give a shit anymore um one tiny detail completely unrelated to anything uh we've talked about so far i love that when she's um throwing away her stuff oh i have a question about that but anyway she's throwing away stuff and she keeps that toy the elephant stuffed animal there's something i loved about that in terms of like she's not quite ready especially especially after this kind of traumatic uh experience with morris to give up being a kid. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. I don't know why. I was really touched by that. Um, where does that piece of paper come from? The poem? Um, <laughs> I was trying to remember the entire time, but I'm pretty sure that Noah gave it to her in season one. Oh, got but it. But I, I was like, I wrote I wrote question marks, and then I was trying to piece it together, but I clearly did not care enough to yeah. go and confirm it. But I think that's what it, it was. It must be. Because definitely, yeah. I was like, did I blink and miss it in this no, season? No, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. I really liked the sentiment it gave oh it's the obviously it's the equivalent of uh of Nora's thing that's taped on the wall about like be oh, kind yeah. to everyone oh yeah this is the they don't yeah that's you're but, right but they picked one that I thought was really appropriate for her and just yeah I was really moved by it yeah so I had the same question but I I think it worked for yeah. me too um and then <laughs> we sorry did. I just literally wrote like I love angle from the bottom of my heart 
I don't know what context <laughs> that was, but but clearly you were very emotional about Ingo yeah. watching this. Um, okay, so we we peripherally talked about it, but we actually haven't actually talked oh, about the mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was really interesting because this. So when this aired, it was like in when like all the remakes were on at the same time, okay. and there were a lot of like, um, season this season remakes, a uh-huh. lot of Norhelms, and it just felt like each of them was like upping it more. So, like, right before, I think in Scamitalia, it is his mom, but, like, she died a couple of years ago. Right. Instead of, like, so it's, like, we didn't make it the sister, we made it the mom. And okay. then suddenly, like, I'm not even kidding, within, like, a week, suddenly, Netherlands was, like, you thought that was, like, <laughs> big? Watch us. She dies. She He finds out that his mother is dead. When in the on the date. In the middle of their first date. Like, What? <laughs> The fuck. And then she texts him, fuck off, or something yeah, equivalent. Exactly. Um, and then it was brutal when she's trying to, when she finds out about the mom, she's trying to text him. And, and her, he just, go ahead. Yeah, she's like, she's like, oh my god, I'm the worst person in the world. And they play that, they let that hang for a long yes. time. I was glad they didn't just immediately undercut that. And then uh, his brutal, I mean, she deserves it, but, like, his response, which is just, like, okay, no problem. Yes. I was, like, oh. Yeah. I felt that, like, in every cell He's of like, my body. Yeah. So when she, again, it's an example of, like, I guess, <laughs> I mean, what a brutal way to uh, put them on equal footing, but, like, she has to go to him. Yes. And even the geography, like, actually, even going back earlier than the mom's death, even him, sh- her showing up at his apartment, I mean, his house, whatever, um, like, to yell at him about Ingle. Yeah. Uh, about the phone call. Love the, it. Yeah. The, even the geography shift of that works really well for me because mm-hmm. she's going to him. him. She's not always being kind of having her personal space mm-hmm. encroached upon. But yeah, so so she goes to the wake, which is like her have, like being supportive. Yes. And just being a human for him. Yeah, and I, and I liked how she is struggling to be like, what do you do in this situation? Yeah. And everyone's like, you just have to be there for the person. And she makes that choice. Yeah. She could have easily just like, well, he responded to my text, clearly doesn't want to do anything else to do with me. And yet she, she again, she makes that, she takes that step to be like, well, I think I do need to be there for him. Yeah. Like, regardless of what's been going on between us, he's a person who freaking just lost his mother. Like, that, under any circumstance, that's going to yeah. be hard. Uh, I did wonder, like, how are they going to dig themselves out of this? Because I do not want to see a guy having, like, relationship shit going on when he just lost his mom. Yes. So they kind of seem like the best mental space to be in. No. Um, they do kind of backpedal a little bit on it by saying, like, oh, I didn't really know her that well. And she was gone, like, yeah, she's been in a commune for, yeah. like, 14 years or whatever. I, I do kind of wish they dealt with a little bit more. Yeah. It feels, it, it's like they made this big decision yeah and then they were like but don't worry it's not it's not the end of the world <laughs> yeah uh I, I but i wish there'd been some I, I feel like there would be some resonance even a little bit later i thought it was interesting when she says something like uh i can't remember they've had another fight <laughs> and she says something to him like you're sick like you're out here worrying about girls and your mom just died and i felt like there there was oh i think it's after the auction you're, mm-hmm. you're out here whoring yourself when your mom just died. And even though I feel like there's something off about that section, um, in terms of, I, I, 
I liked the sentiment of that. I do think he would be impacted and his behavior maybe is a little erratic, but they yeah. don't really deal, deal with, with it. it. Yeah. And I wish they had, but Yeah, know. we don't you know, we don't maybe it's because we don't know Noah enough, but I don't think it's that. We don't I yeah. don't think we see sort I mean of even the if shift. you've never seen her even if he hasn't seen her in fourteen years, like you're gonna have some It's his mom. Yeah. Like the, whatever possibility of having a relationship with her is gone and, and that fucks you up. Exactly. And his dad in Berlin, is that the thing we're supposed to Yes, I believe so. Okay. Uh, Everyone's just always in another town. Yeah, and I'm like, is he alone now? Like, which I guess William was as well. It's not that unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. I but... think we are supposed to just assume that he's alone. Most of them seem to be. That's yeah, like a big recurring thing. Though Morris, we're not sure if he lives there or not. Actually, it seems like he does. I don't know. Actually, yeah, I he think... doesn't ever say he's in from out of town. Yeah, uh, I think Eduardo lives in Italy and lives in the same house as his mom, but they live on like opposite sides. <laughs> Wow, the rich of their house has sides. Yes, <laughs> yes, his island county. Um, um, yeah. So overall, I really, I really, really like that they swung for it, and yeah, that's why. That's what I love about them. Man, I'm not kidding. It's beautiful. Uh, the characters are amazing, and they're like, we're making these decisions. Yes. And you had told me about it. I remember you telling me about it. I remember being like, what? <laughs> and then I, mean, I saw the clip, and I was like. Holy shit! Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I just, I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah, uh, and but usually it's in a good way, like not yeah. not necessarily good, but like, you know, sometimes other times I'm like, where are they going with this? With this, I'm like, where are they going with this? But I, like, I genuinely want to know. Yeah, like, it's rare that when we've seen this version of this uh, versions of this story so many times, to be completely thrown off and just be like, whoa, where is this going? I have no idea. Uh, but also, I'm totally into seeing how it goes. Um, yeah, and then I think that's it. And then my other thing was sort of, um, I liked that they wanted to make Liv be more than just her ideas. And they gave her, like, her music and a specific sort of thing. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about yeah. the fa- family. That was yeah. her own. Uh, and I thought it was interesting how they used the dad. I don't know that I was 100% in, on board with all... I really, yeah, I really, really liked it when it started. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. And she has that line about, like, oh, we're going to do it? Because she's clearly, like, yeah. wanting to push and then, and then at the end, when she makes that appointment for herself, I'm there with her. But then it feels like they drop it for, like, 80% of the season. Yeah, um, and I wasn't quite clear what it was about her finally making that yeah, appointment exactly. by herself I, that I wasn't, I wasn't sure what the stakes were in terms yeah. of that. So I liked that she had that thing. I liked that... Actually, I think, like, this season has a great soundtrack, and a lot of it is, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, what... I believe that these were the things that she would listen to. Like, yes. Kendrick Lamar and, like, I love how often she has headphones on, and when she takes them off, the music is diegetic. It's, like, yeah. it's, like, it's in the scene. She's actually physically listening and it doesn't, to it. And it doesn't just feel like these, these are the songs that are popular or this that we could get the rights to. It's, like, this is what Liv would totally. listen to. Totally, Which yeah. I always appreciate. So I like that a lot. Um, and, yeah, so... so and, and that we get to see her hear her sing later on at the benefit and uh-huh. all that stuff. Like, I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I still wasn't sure. I guess I wasn't sure how much it mattered to her. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seemed a little bit like a thread of a, like a C plot mm-hmm. that they were, like, sprinkled in but not fully... Committed to? Yeah, yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, but 
for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I liked that they took some what, what clearly I think the actress brought to that yeah. she had the skill that they utilized. Yeah, and that I mean, it, we'd we've known this aspect of her too because sometimes I feel like we're surprised with actually this character is into this thing. Like that's that's how she was introduced. to yeah. us in season one. Totally, I so. forgot when it first started. I was like, whoa, that's unexpected, and then I remembered her introduction. Yeah, that's how she gets introduced. So like, I I was in for all of that. Um. So yeah, so in- interesting, but it was one of those times where it felt like, oh, okay, well, I guess I guess that's what we're doing with that. Yeah, uh, I, I like the dimension it gave her, the extra dimension it gave her. Yeah, and I, I did appreciate that we got to hear her talk to her parents, and sort of we got the sense of what was sort of mm-hmm. dysfunctional there. Yeah. Uh, even if we couldn't quite make the jump as to... Again, I can never quite tell how she feels about it. Yeah. She's so closed off uh, in a lot of ways. Well, I'm not even entirely sure why is their living situation what it is. Like, do they live somewhere else? Yeah, I'm not sure like where. Like, another country? Yeah, like, I think with Nora, she was like, my parents live somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, and they, you know, and she. I liked that she isn't negative towards her parents. Like, Nora very clearly is, yes, like, yeah. mm-hmm. not on board with them but um and so I liked that she had a relationship I just wanted to know like literally factually a little bit more backstory maybe yeah and like you said yeah how does she feel about them yeah feels a little bit like a yeah. question because as much as I love live, a little too subtle yeah as much as I love live and I love how much of like an internal person she is um sometimes it is hard to yeah. be to get be in her head even yeah. though I think the job the show does a really good job of being in her point of view and us being on her side there there is there are a couple of times where there is a distance of me trying to yeah. figure out where yes. she's at yeah totally totally but when she cries at the end is so powerful to me like when yeah. she is finally after everything, everything and after his big show that she made in the dress and she's just walking yeah. and crying and it just comes out of her like she sobs yeah extremely well performed I thought and super powerful and yeah I was I was very into that scene I thought it was such a relief Mm -hmm. after watching her hold it in together for so long yeah I think it is cathartic to for her and for us yeah completely so yeah I don't know all right so final thoughts good season good season and just makes me angry that yeah I'm not gonna be able to see more of this yeah um and, I mean, it's nobody's fault. These are, like, there's, like, seven remakes out in the world. But I do feel like we don't appreciate it enough. Um, that, that that we have so many, you mean? No, that we don't appreciate this one enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I still think, after having now seen both seasons, it is one of my favorite. Like, it's this in yeah, Italia for it's, me. It's amazing. I think it's, yeah, yeah I love it. Uh, and Druk season three also is pretty great. Yeah, but I don't know. There's something about... The, 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 I don't want to say carefulness, but it's just the aesthetics, the visual, the way that the story is told. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It all comes together to me in a way that um, it feels like just all around quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the thing you said earlier about how watching it feels like you're watching Scam, but it's it feels fresh still yeah. also. Like you're yeah. still kind of taken places you weren't expecting and you're you know um a little bit sometimes sometimes watching some of the remakes I'm like okay yeah I know the story I've seen this yeah. before even when it's done very well and everything 
yeah. Yeah, and I, so yeah, so like there there are things that I can appreciate about each remake, but I think in this in this one it just all comes together in a way that feels very much like scam and feels very much like art too. Uh, yeah, which is not always easy. <laughs> yeah, yes, if it has a. Um, the quality of a story being told by master storyteller. Yes, or exactly. And I believe it's a woman showrunner. Oh, fun. Yeah, I so didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, too. that's great. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. I don't want to say goodbye. I don't either. Oh, I'm God. so sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> I just want to hang out with these people more. Yeah. And there's so many stories that are yet to be told. And yeah. it pisses me off. So. It's just so enjoyable. Universe, we are angry. Make it happen. Ugh. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay, cool. Well, email us at criesinnerregion at gmail.com and find us on Twitter. And why do I never write these down? Tumblr. And Tumblr. <laughs> just. And just let us know what you think. Yeah. And, yeah. Hope everyone likes and watches Netherlands. Yeah, go it's on. worth it. Go. go go to their YouTube channel and watch it. Just put on the subtitles and enjoy this great story. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Cool, cool, cool.